Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, some of you here in this country will meet me soon on the other side. That was probably Jesus. It could have been an angel, but probably Jesus talking to Dana Coverstone. So I'm entitling this, Many Americans Could Soon Die. Now, if I have anything to do with it, and I think if you have anything to do with it, that's not going to come to pass. So let's talk about it. But before I get to some of the scary stuff, I want to bring some encouragement to you. And I, I, I really have seen, I've heard other people talk about this before too. This came to me in an email this morning from one of our congregation members, Priscilla. She said, in the 1950s, I was about 10 years old. We were a poor family. My father came down with polio and left him in bed for most of the year and no job, no money coming in. Mom then came down with a lesser case of it. The third child was born with a very serious health issue, which was healed in the first year of his life. One night, my mom told me to set the table for supper. She then filled the glasses with water and we sat down to eat, but there was no food. Dad prayed and talked to the Lord as usual, still no food. We visited a bit while we drank our water and then put the dishes away. We never missed a meal after that because their unwavering faithfulness, I'll read that again, we never missed a meal after that because of our unwavering faithfulness. Let's read that again. I I think (laughs) here in 2021 with what we're facing, we need something to hang on to. We never missed another meal after that because of our unwavering faithfulness. All the hardships seemed to resolve. And the Lord blessed Dad and Mom abundantly in every area of life from that day forward. What was he looking for? Faith. Therefore, we never waver, never give up, never lose hope. You may share with us anywhere you see fit. Our God never fails. I'll say it again. Our God never fails. Love you all, Priscilla. So with the things that are coming, I need to hear that, and probably you do too, and maybe we need to read this one every day. So anyway, uh, as you recall, I believe it was March 9th, I heard audible words. Massive arrest, massive arrest. Now, I don't think that that's a guarantee any more than I think the bad things that have been prophesied about are also to come to pass. I think it is really up to us. And I'm talking about the people that are blood-washed and do know how to pray, get a hold of the heart of God. So let me refresh your memory. As you remember, the plan is to kick out the bad guys and reinstall the good guys to remove the evil swift financial system and replace it with another what will eventually turn also evil, the quantum financial system, according to finalwakeupcall.info. Let me also refresh your memory. Dimitri Dudeman was told that the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. Terry Bennett was told the military will have to step in and seize control of our federal government. Jack Rigney saw armored battalion of tanks going in and taking over the Capitol Supreme Court and the White House. He saw that the military will take temporary control of the nation to arrest the evil looters. Now, it depends on how you want to look at that. Is that good or is that bad? Some people say it's real bad, but hopefully that can turn things around. Hopefully we can kick out some of the bad guys and maybe give our nation some more time. And that's where we're going with this broadcast. I think that America has been given a warning here, and, and I've read part of this on another program, but... How do I say this? 
the way it comes to me to do these broadcasts every day is in here, in my heart. I don't hear an audible voice. I, I don't have a dream or a vision. It's just in here. He puts in my heart what to say. And in this case, this has been in my heart for about a week, as if this is very important that I bring you today. So if you believe that God can possibly speak to me, if you believe that I will tell you the truth when he does, <laughs> and hopefully you will, because you know I tell you the truth even when it's not popular, even when people don't like it, and you probably heard me say some things you didn't like. Frankly, I have to I have to say some things sometimes I don't like, but I got to bring you the truth because I don't report to you any more than you report to me. I report to the Lord, so I've got to give an answer to Him. I believe what it's saying is that very soon, if we don't pray, and I'm not talking about just praying like we've been praying. I mean, we need to specifically pray against some kind of a big, bad thing coming. If we don't, then there's about to be a lot of Americans die. I'll show you what I mean. Then I already read part of this, so I'm just going to skim through it fast. It's the specialist dream given to us by Dana Coverstone. He says, uh, now let me also say, they're not guaranteed to come to pass. As a matter of fact, most of Coverstone's dreams are really not prophecies. They're, they're really not saying this is going to come to pass, except... This one specifically says this is the present future. Now, let me put it this way. If someone were to say, look, at about a mile before you get to that T in the road down there, there's a gas station owner that's mad at people. He's going out of business. He's not getting enough business. And so he has thrown a bunch of nails out onto the road. And if you go down there, you're probably going to get a flat. He's probably going to charge you about three prices to fix your, your flat. Now, is that a guarantee? No, it's not a guarantee. You might be able to drive right by it and not get a flat. But it's a warning. See, I don't think Coverstone's dreams are really prophecies. In other words, it's not like it's written in the Bible, guaranteed to come to pass. Like uh, the, the, the voice that spoke to John the Revelator said, and these words are faithful and true. And in another place it says, and these words are true and faithful. So it said it twice. So the things written in the Bible, guaranteed come to pass. I'd still like to think we can pray some of those away too. But what these are is they're, they're pictures of the nails in the road. Okay. This is God telling America, the Christians, what you need to do to pray. You got some nails in the road. If you don't pray, you're going to get a flat. That's what it's basically saying. Now, September 23rd, 2021. He said, the dream began with me in the doctor's office, a local clinic. I was being informed of the level of pneumonia I had at the time. The doctor then informed me that I should watch the things on the screen. I told you I'm skipping fast through it. The room darkened and the screen. Now, this is the important part. Revealed taglines, meaning this is the angel of God telling us these are some newspaper headlines just around the corner if we don't pray. Now, we can ignore them. We can say, oh, well, let's see if that comes to pass. Or we can say, I'm going to see that that doesn't come to pass. Okay, so I'm asking you to see that it doesn't come to pass. Avoid the unvaccinated. Well, that today, that's, that's no surprise. We can see that's right around the corner. These people are dangerous. No surprise either. Please inform authorities of all sightings. What it's saying is, my brothers and sisters, this is a call to pray. 
This is the Lord Jesus telling his faithful, blood-washed, on-fire, born-again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking Christians, they better get to praying because there's some nails in the road. This is what he's saying to us. We got to get to praying. There's more. The screen showed a group of about eight people running along a ditch near a field of corn that had not been harvested yet. They carried backpacks and several large brown tarps. Now, the large brown tarps are to cover their, their body so that they can't see their body heat. So it's a picture of the totalitarian government getting so strong that it is tracking people down. Over what? What it just told us. It's tracking them down at this point, looking for those that are unvaccinated. Now, I, at this point, I don't see it coming this way, but it's a call to pray. It's, it's saying if we don't pray, this is exactly what we're going to get. He's warning us. You look back on the other Coverstone dreams, a lot of those have not come to pass. But my brothers and sisters, we've been praying that they wouldn't too. We don't want them to come to pass. On. The sun was setting. They had two scouts closely watching ahead of them and two scouts behind them. When lights appeared on the road in either direction, they quickly ran into the field about 30 feet and covered themselves with the tarp and laid extremely still. No movement. No noise was made until the vehicle was well past them, meaning that they're using high technology. It's not the only thing. I got an article, I remember, uh, five, six, seven years ago. They have technology. They can drive down the street in a normal-looking car, and they have electronics, and they can tell if you have guns in your home. And then, if they want to, they <laughs> knock on the door. Maybe they don't knock on the door, and they walk in. With this technology, I don't care where you put it, they will find your gun because it's made of a specific harder metal than the pipes in your 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 home and things like that. So they can find it. Let's go on. It was a coordinated effort among the people, including dog, children and dogs. As the threat passed, the people emerged. They ran straight ahead until they came to a T in the road. Scouts on the other side of the road were near the railroad tracks, flashing lights telling them it was clear to cross. So it's a picture of people running from the government, primarily because they didn't have the anti-V. They all ran quickly. Once they reached the ditch, a light blinked from the window in the garage of the home. By now, it was dark, so the scouts started quietly moving forward at the time. They had to lay flat as to the ground as possible. The group crawled through the window, and just as it closed, helicopters with searchlights searched the area they just left, meaning they're not only using technology driving down the roads, but apparently they're using technology from satellite because the satellite sent the helicopter there. They have that kind of high technology. What, what it, the, the dream is warning us, saying that if we don't pray, if we don't overturn this bad um, organization. I have to pick my words carefully. Why? Because I'm not free to talk right now, okay? If we don't pray, my brothers and sisters, this picture, this will turn to a prophecy. The scene changed to an EMS alert. The signal blared loud with a reporter saying, martial law has been declared. Anyone caught outside after 7 p.m. will be arrested and taken to their local CAB. I better not say that word there, but you know what I'm talking about. For processing, if you'll read it, you can see what I'm talking about. For processing and fined up to $10,000. By the way, they're already doing that in Australia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The reporter kept saying, 
If you see something, say something. We've heard that. Where did we hear that? Well, we heard that from the mainstream media. We've been hearing that for five years, trying to get us to report on our other fellow brothers and sisters that carry the same flag. If you see something, say something. Safeguard your community from dangerous assailants. Do your country proud and turn them in. It's saying if we don't pray, this is what we're about to get. The scene changed back to the people being hogtied and thrown in the back of cattle trucks and hauled off. Now, you may be saying, well, Stan, there's too much trouble to pray. You know, I don't know how to pray. I don't have time to pray. Well, do you have time to get hogtied and thrown to the back of cattle trucks? Essentially, what this prophecy is saying, either we pray or they will use high technology on us. And most of us will be found hogtied and tossed into cattle trucks. Now, I honestly don't believe this is going to come to pass because I really believe you and I are going to pray. Matter of fact, I want to pray that the good guys kick out the bad guys. But see, that's the battle going on right now. There's a battle like I've never seen in my lifetime, probably not ever happened in American history. The people inside were yelling and screaming at the handlers. The handlers were all well-armed. They use electric shock or cattle prods to shock the people to back up. Now, if you know what a cattle prod is, <laughs> uh, they really sting. Now, I've not been hit with a cattle prod, uh, and, and, but I've heard people, that cattle, that, that cow flat moves. You hit them with that cow prod. I mean, so I don't want to experience it. So would we rather pray or be hogtied? Would we rather pray or be cattle prodded? Uh, I'll choose the prayer, but we got to pray, my brothers and sisters. We got to pray. The scene changed again to a medical laboratory. Professionals wearing white lab coats and face shields, watching a large glass tube the size of a hot tub filled with this red substance, which appeared to be blood. Now, it's not blood, but it appeared to be blood. It was thick and had light and lasers shining into it. It churned as if it was boiling. It slightly changed with a bright, dark blood appearance. There were four people strapped into beds, held down by their necks, chest, hips, feet, and hands. In other words, they couldn't move. They had no fear. They were obviously sick, inflamed, and dying. One of the lab people dipped a pitcher into the vat of this blood-looking substance and poured it into four smaller cups. There was one caretaker for each person. They poured a few drops on each person's forehead. Each person started moving and moaning a bit and then were asked how they felt. Now, what's it saying? It's saying that these people have technology we don't know about. Probably technology that did not come from this earth or did not come from people that are 100% humans. What are they doing? The whole objective, Lucifer is trying to kill as many of God's beloved people as he possibly can. One old lady said she felt pain leaving her hip and began to laugh, then suddenly started convulsing, screaming, and died as her heart monitor was beeping furiously. The caretaker made notes on the chart and did not seem one bit alarmed at her death. You know, that's that's interesting thing about Moloch and ball worshippers. They can kill people like the Jews and the Holocaust. They can kill people, have no content, bother their conscience at all. Why? Because that's what they do to worship their God. That would be just like someone saying, well, doesn't it bother you to go to church? Doesn't it bother you to sing those praise and worship songs? No, it's wonderful. See, that's what they think about killing and maiming and molesting God's people. The next two men were young and 
shaking nervously. One said he was feeling heat in his chest and the younger his spirit. Suddenly his mind snapped and seemed to have a stroke, and all of a sudden he stopped moving. The caretaker took notes, covered the young man's face with a sheet. By now the third young man was shaking so uncontrollably he was shaking the bed. He was going out of consciousness. The caretaker, uh, him to be taken to the ordered him to be taken to a secondary observation room. They seemed to have some success there. The last young lady begged them not to do anything more to her. The caretaker gave her a shot, at which she had a stroke and died. They don't care. It's worship to their God. The screen went blank, and the man I see often walked in. Okay, so here's the angel. Now here's the point. Here's what he's about to tell us. Manasseh often walked in and said to him, I take it that you are the specialist. You are right, and I will explain what you've seen if you would like to understand. I simply said, please, he began. He said, you're seeing, oh, this is the, this is the important part. You're seeing the present future and the coming conservative purge. Now, notice he said present future. He didn't say guaranteed future. He's saying that unless these massive arrests take place, unless there is an internal revolution, unless a bunch of bad guys are kicked out of a lot of high positions, this is what's coming. Now, how are they going to do that? Oh, well, I sure hope they can do that. No, no. We're going to pray, my brothers and sisters. We're going to pray because it's what we say. It's what comes out of our mouth that matters because Jesus gave us power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt us. It's what we say. I mean, specifically, we need to be praying this does not happen. Then when it never comes to pass and somebody comes up and says, yeah, yeah, well, cover stone stuff, that never came to pass. You say, and I'm glad it didn't. We prayed it wouldn't. That's the whole point. That's why he's telling us this. The Antichrist spirit is here, and yet they begin to make the purchase to deceive the world with healing blood that will mock the blood of Christ. So it's not really blood. This blood is not my blood and will never heal or forgive or restore. But they must uh, must make appear to have power even if it's empty. Yet many will claim and empty their will to declare its worthless value or virtue. You must stay braced. All right, now let's talk about that braced. I think braced means that we aren't here today and gone tomorrow. It means that we find a church, we put our feet down, we put some roots down, and we set our heart to help that church grow. It means that we make a decision to give into the kingdom, and we continue to give into the kingdom as the Lord leads. It means that we decide we're going to have a prayer closet, and we're faithful to it every night. Rain, sleet, or snow, road. Sick, we were faithful to pray and to worship our God. It means that when the trouble comes, we're going to set those glasses of water down and we're going to pray and we're going to believe. I've had other people say that they had dreams during the Mark of the Beast time when people would gather around the table and they would bow their heads and thank the Lord for this food, looking at an empty plate. But when they opened their eyes, the plate was filled and that's how they ate every day during the time of the Mark of the Beast. Look, if he can do it to Jews making manna fall out of the sky, if he can make doves fall out of the sky, if God can split a rock, I've been to the rock, I've seen the rock, and it's this big giant rock about like eh, 25, 30 feet square, 
it was a big crack. But, but the interesting thing is <laughs> the water didn't come up from the ground. There's this big uh, uh, round area up there about the size of a beach ball. And apparently God just created water out of thin air. And it just came right down through that big boulder. It just, and I've also been to where Cordath and Byram's rebellion took place. And there's a hole about the size of a bus right in the middle of the rock. It's up at the top part of the rock, not down to the ground where God made water come out of the ground. He just created water out of thin air. Our God can do that. He says, you must stay braced. He's saying, we got to stick to it, my brothers and sisters. We can't be on again, off again. We can't decide to do it one day and not do it the other day. We got to grab hold. We got to grab hold of the horns of the altar. And we got to pray like our life depends upon it. Because it does. Every believer is about to have their bracing revealed and the foundation uncovered. In other words, all of this testing, that's the reason there's no pre-trib rapture. God's got to find out what we're made of, okay? And my brothers and sisters, we're going to show him. We're going to show him. We're going to show him we're going to be faithful. As the specialist, I warn you to take the salve for your eyes. Stop coating your life with wine and stay fully sober as the day has arrived for the testing of your life. Yeah, what? The day has arrived for the testing of your life. Hmm? Ah, didn't say that, did it? <laughs> it did say that. The day has arrived for the testing of your life. It's, it doesn't mean necessarily today or even next week or even next month or maybe even not this year. Maybe even not even next year. See, our God day is a thousand years. So in, in his time, it's saying it's now. It's now. you got to get ready. you got to get prepared. The days arrive for the testing of your life. Now, does that mean this is the greatest test of our life? Yeah. Or does it also mean this is the test for our life. Hmm. In other words, we don't pass this test. We don't have life. It may be a life and death test. Probably is. Now, after, for this next part, you have to understand wine means sin. The day may be that the tribulation or the testing of your life is the mark of the beast. Now, I added that. And I'm also going to add this, too. There's four things we cannot take, according to Revelation 15, too. We cannot worship the beast or his image or take his mark or the number of his name. Two things we can't bend the knee to. We can't bend the knee to the beast or his image. We cannot receive a mark. That's either the mark or the number of his name. Cannot do it. Do that. We lose our salvation. Then he touched my forehead, leaving an ashen mark with his fingerprint in it. Then he reached into his left jacket pocket with his right hand. Now think about that. Left jacket pocket with his right hand. That's kind of awkward. Why did he do that? Reached into his left jacket pocket with his right hand and pulled out a small white cloth and wiped it off. I'm marking those who are mine, and I will walk beside them in the fire. Now, is that fire of the nukes, or is that simply the fire of testing? Would that make a difference what it is? If we determine in our heart to be faithful, it's going to be okay. Beside them in the fire, even though some of you here in this country, and here's the point of the broadcast, will meet me soon on the other side. Why did he say that? Is that because we're going to starve to death? Is there a bunch of people about to die because of the V or the anti-V or the V number two? Or is there about to be a big earthquake? Or is there about to be a big tsunami? Well, you know, there's all of those. All of those could happen. I don't know. But if our heart is serving the Lord, 
really doesn't matter. He's warning us. He's telling, look, back up, back up. See what it says here. Uh, the day has arrived for the testing of your life. See that word there, testing of your life. Then you go here, even though some of you here in this country will meet me soon on the other side. He's sort of saying there's a bunch of folks in America, specifically it's talking about this country, in America about to die. Can't cut it any other way. About to be a bunch of pup folks die in America. He grabbed my hand, squeezed till I could feel goodness and virtue coming into my body. Then he said, be faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. Put that together. If you put it together, it's saying, without a question, there's about to be a bunch of people in America die. He's about to give us a warning and say that you're about to be tested. Okay, if we're really about to be tested, I don't know when. If I had a guess, I'd say 2022 is probably a really good time to see that test. If I'm tested, I just want to make certain that I pass that test. This is not our home. We're just passing through. This little vapor we call life is just to determine where we spend eternity, my brothers and sisters. That's all it determines. Now, let me jump, and and I'm not going to read all of this dream, but it makes an important point that ties together with this. It's called the Desert Road Dream. I've read this one before, too, October 20 to 26. In the dream, it's a clear night with a full moon. I was walking down a wet road in the middle of the desert. There are four digital billboards. I'm not going to read all of them. Each one of the billboards is a vision of the future. Now, let me skip to the point. Let's go to the fourth billboard. He said the fourth billboard was people praying in a small church. Hint, that's telling us we don't have to have a big meeting. We don't have to have a big church. It's telling us that people everywhere, even singles and doubles, wherever two or more gather than my name, there I am in the midst of them, okay? Praying in a small church. The room was cold, dark, and they were huddled in seats shivering, meaning that they're in the middle of the trouble. But see, when we're in the middle of trouble, that's not the time to start praying, we should have already been praying before. That's not the time to start reading and memorizing a Bible. That's not the time to be able to grab the horns of the altar, but we should have done that before. In other words, don't wait until the trouble hits to pray. Let, let me give you a story. Dimitri told me this. He said, two men ran across a bridge. He said, the first man, well, he didn't stop to pray. He just ran across the bridge. Second man before he ran across the bridge, he came up to the beginning of the bridge and he got down on his knees and he prayed a real fervent prayer, asking the Lord to protect him. He ran across the bridge, halfway across the bridge, collapsed and he died. How's that right in the eyes of the Lord? I said, <laughs> I don't know. He said, the first man, he prays all the time. The second one, he only prays when he's in trouble. See, this is a group of people in a small church. They're only praying because they're in trouble. The billboard was people praying in a small church. The room was cold, dark, and they were huddled together in sheets, seats shivering. Then the man I see walked in and asked loudly, where's the fire? At this, this, this statement, the ten people praying while seated covered their faces in shame and looked away. Then he said, look at me and stand. And they stood. He put his right hand in the ear and said loudly, where are the Pentecostals full of fire and spirit and faith? And why are you sitting coldly and idly by while the world freezes without your fire? Give them fire and give them food and stop having the appearance of Pentecostals, having the appearance, okay, the appearance of Pentecostals, but denying the power thereof. 
it's saying, if we're really blood-bought, if we really believe Jesus, we really know the word, it's saying we need to get busy. And the weapons of our warfare are not mighty, are not, not carnal, but they're mighty through God is pulling down the strongholds. In other words, our power is in our fasted prayers on our knees. What he's saying is we need to get busy praying. He opened his right hand and a flame appeared. He blew it and the embers went swirling into the air, falling on their heads. It seemed like to light oil within them and spread to their heart, spread to their hearts. It roared out of their chests with a loud noise. Five of them on fire believers with smoke coming out of them went out into the streets. The heads of the other five were on fire, but not in their hearts. The man said, you may as, may as well stay here as if you have nothing burning in your hearts and therefore nothing to share. Suddenly, I was back on the road. Now, point being, I believe, remember the Lord told me, I told you August 8, 2015. He said, this is the time of miracles. Now, that was five years ago. <laughs> I, frankly, I was expecting miracles to arrive before now. <laughs> April, uh, August 8, 2015. This is the time of miracles. Then he said, as the judgment hits, so are my miracles. I believe this is talking about miracles. Uh, the other day I said, there's one thing we have to look for before the tribulation starts, and that's massive miracles, massive incoming influx of people into the, the kingdom of God. The tribulation is not going to start until there is, in my opinion, sports stadiums filled with people giving their heart to the Lord. This is saying the trouble is about to hit. It's saying we've got to get on our knees, on our face, and we've got to cry out to God. Or these kind of bad things will come. That's what it's saying. And I think that's really the message for today. There appeared a fifth billboard in front of the engulfed flames, the red-eyed, aggressive, growling wolves now staying in the shadows, fearing the flames. I was observant, but not afraid. The man walked through the flaming billboard and said, What will people see in you and in the church in the days ahead? If you have no fire, where are the Pentecostals full of fire, spirit, and faith? I need you full of my fire. Jesus is calling us to pray. He's calling us to believe in those miracles, to believe in his word. He's calling us to get busy and not just go and sit in church. And of course, some of us aren't even going to church. So that's a problem there. The summary of the thing here is today. I believe it's saying that there is a great test coming. And the test is whether we can pray away the bad stuff and pray in the good times. Uh, we've got a, you know, I will, all these years since 1987, since I heard Dimitri's testimony, I thought the internal revolution would be something really, really bad. It's not until just recently I opened my eyes to be able to see, actually, it's the good guys trying to kick out the bad guys. But they're not going to be able to do it if we don't back him up with prayer. So I'm calling you. I'm asking people today, add it to your daily prayer. Start a prayer closet. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to watchprophecyclub.com and watch my video, which out of the 37 DVDs I made, it is still the most popular DVD that I made. It's called Building Your Prayer Closet. And it will help you to understand what it is to pray every night or morning on our knees, worshiping God. Not going to say, gimme, gimme, gimme. Going to simply worship. And I didn't even say praise. I mean, praise is good, but worship. 
Worship is what God is really, really, really wanting. We've got to pray this away or it will arrive. So I'm asking you to join me in prayer, my brothers and sisters. Join me in prayer. I know a lot of people watch our program have a prophetic calling. So my wife, Prophet Leslie, is going to put together the Train the Prophets program. You can find out all about it at traintheprophets.com. It's February the 19th, Friday. And she's inviting all apostles and prophets. If you believe you have a prophetic calling in your life, this schooling is a must. So what's the difference between School of the Prophets versus what we taught at the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades? A lot. At the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade, those were just basic introductory teachings. However, at School of the Prophets or TrainTheProphets.com, she's going to be teaching specifically how to get the anointing to transfer dreams and visions prophesy accurately, give a word of knowledge and wisdom, get anointing and healing for healing, do deliverance, teach a message from the pulpit, how to take an offering, how to hear from the Lord, how to lead someone to the Lord, and also be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Go check it out. Traintheprophets.com, February the 19th. The Watchman Package. Get two two-foot-by-three-foot color-updated charts, my handwritten book of the Book of Revelation, five DVDs where I taught the school of the Watchman, and five secret door books to understand Bible prophecy valued at $355, all for a gift of just $200 at prophecyclub.com. These days, emergency food is mostly sold out, but heavensharvest.com has all sorts of emergency supplies and food in stock. Their food comes in square stackable buckets, breakfast, entree, protein, fruits and vegetables. I recommend you have at least 12 months of food for each person in your family. Receive a free box of heirloom seeds when you enter the promo code STAN at heavensharvest.com. Promo code STAN. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card, and it helps your prophecy club. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much he is supporting the prophecy club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. cornerstoneassetmetals.com 40 books, $800 value for $100. Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy is a deep dive into Bible prophecy. Miss the Mark is the book you give to people that you never want to take the mark of the beast. God's Warnings to America's 101 Modern Prophecies, everything from Dimitri Dudeman to rest of the most popular, the most credible prophets out there. Tribulation Secrets in Daniel is the book that you read to understand as a tribulation saint what you need to know. And then How Pre-Trib 1 You'll settle your question about the rapture. Now, you can get all five of these in a giant package. We offer them in shrink wrap sets. Shrink wrap sets of 10 for the Understand Bible Prophecy. Miss the Mark is in shrink wrap sets of 10. God's Warning is shrink wrap sets of 10. Daniel is five. How Pre-Trib 1 is five. So it's a total of 40 books. Valued at $800, all for a gift of just $100 at prophecyclub.com.
Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.